It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by clothier and style expert, Brenda Swagger. Brenda, appreciate you being here. Thank you, Tony, so much for having me today. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah, thank you. So a Midwest girl, and when I say that, you you literally are a Midwest girl right through and through. Yes, definitely am. Tell yes. us about that. You've been, you're, you've been all over. Yeah, I've I've lived a lot. Um, <laughs> I've lived a lot too. But yes, I've we moved quite a bit um, when I was younger. But um, so yes, I was born in Indiana. Um, and then uh, my father continued to get promoted over the years. Um, he worked for a credit corporation and um, was promoted many times. So we did move um, to different cities. So I've lived in um, Des Moines, Iowa, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, multiple times in Chicago as well in the suburbs. Um, so Wheaton and uh, Wheaton Bensonville, and right? Bensonville we lived in. So mm-hmm. um, it's been quite an experience. Um, so uh, and I did come back up to and, and I've lived in Louisville as well for many years. I actually went to high school there. So and wow. then came back up here about twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah. So and you have an older brother, right? I so do. Just the two of you. Yes. What was it like for for you guys traveling around so much? And I mean, I'm sure you have to make friends everywhere you go. And yeah. So it was challenging, you know, at times. I think that some of those moves were probably a little difficult, having to make new friends. But I think over the years it really helped um, because. You know, both of us, you know, are a lot more um, outgoing and really seek out new friends um, and friendships, and which has helped with me um, for the business um, as well. Absolutely. Um, so I think it's definitely been a really positive experience overall. Absolutely. Now, I mean, some of these places you name, they seem a little more rural than uh, than urban, right? Most definitely. And actually, all of the places that I lived um, as a young girl were definitely urban. Um, Chicago, living in the city of Chicago has definitely been um, the, uh, you know, it's really the only large city that I've lived in. So, um, yeah, all of the other places I lived in were small, small towns. And uh, I mean, that being said, it just seems like uh, you're you're very much drawn to what you're doing. I mean, you're doing it for so long, but it just seems like it's in you, right? Was that always been the case? Absolutely. I remember as a very young girl that I loved fashion. Um, you know, all young girls love to play with Barbie dolls, but sure. I loved, loved fashion. Um, I remember always getting into my mom's closet and her clothes and her jewelry and trying on her shoes. Um, and again, at a really young age, I wanted to have my own clothing brand. Wow. Um, I wasn't sure exactly that what it was going to look like, and it's different today than what I think I originally imagined, but sure. I knew I wanted my own brand. Um, as a very young girl. And why, yes. what, yeah, where did that come from? Did someone that you see something or what inspired that? Actually, both of my parents have inspired me. Um, okay, my mother awesome. actually worked when she was very young in high school and college, worked um, worked in retail, um, worked for you know a, a couple of different department stores in Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> um, and, um, and my father has too. Um, he definitely has inspired me, especially when it comes to tailored clothing. Um, he's always had an amazing sense of style 
style and has always dressed really dapper. And <laughs> um, my mom dressed really beautifully and always really fashionable. So they both um, have inspired me over the years. I'm, I'm picturing like Mad Men for some reason, you know, when yeah, I think Yeah, my dad actually, yes. Yeah, he did look, uh, he did look a little yeah. Mad Man-ish. Yeah. Except when he went through his hippie phases. So he was wearing bell bottoms in the 70s and um you know leisure suits so that was a little bit off yeah, but yeah. other than that um he dressed really impeccably so and how do you think that influences uh, today you know the, your sense of style i mean i know that obviously chicago has its own unique brand if you will but uh for you personally how did you develop that style yeah so i think you know even though both of my parents were very fashionable um they were also dressed very classic. So I think mm. for my personal style as well over the years, you know, I've always dressed very classic, but I loved, you know, and still do love to add trends in there. Um, so I think that's, you know, how, what's a flash of eclectic. Yes. You know? A little bit eclectic, definitely yeah. classic, a little edgy. Um, and you know, always, you know, like to mix in, you know, what was on trend too <laughs> and still do. Yeah. Yes. Now you said your brother is out in, um, in Ohio, Ohio. Right? Yes. And, and, and just, you said you couldn't be more, more different, right. Or yes. more opposite. Yes. Do you feel like that was the case just in, in a lot of your family or maybe you grew up? Like, did you just always feel a little different than everyone else? Um, it's interesting you ask that. It's, um, so my brother and I are very different. Um, he's not into fashion. He could care less about fashion. <laughs> um, you know, of course he loves to take care of himself, but he could care less about fashion. But it's interesting. My cousins always, you know, every time during the holidays, they were always interested in, in knowing what I was going to show up mm. looking like. So if I was going to have the latest trend on, um, if I, how, you know, how I was going to be wearing my hair, um, over the holidays. Yeah. So my cousins definitely as well, always, um, you know, the rest of my family, you know, dressed a little bit differently. So, um, a little bit more traditional, sure. I would say. Yes. No. And you know, for me, I, I enjoy, um, dressing a certain way, right? I, I do love suits. I love three piece suits. So that's always been for me, something that I admire. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think from the industry, um, itself, like, Someone like you, someone who's forward thinking in, in fashion. Uh, what's more, most admirable to me is the, the confidence that it takes to be able to put yourself out there. Because yeah. I think most people, well, one, you know, people are going to judge you no matter what. But knowing that to still go out there and be bold and, you know, mm -hmm. be different is, is something that I admire so much. And I could just, that's why I ask, you know, did you always feel different? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, like I said, even in college, um, you know, I was going through my punk rock days. Oh, no so kidding. I dressed very punk rock <laughs> really? during my college days. Like so what, a lot of hairspray or what? A lot of hairspray. <laughs> my hair was standing on top of my head. Um, I remember coming home from college one holiday and uh, I had like a small dead fish <laughs> earring. <laughs> So I was definitely very punk rock, nice. very punk rock during that nice. time. Um, so anyway, and then I went through a preppy stage. I've always stayed mostly pretty classic with a little edge. Um, so do, but, do yes. uh, remnants of those like of those days ever creep into your uh, repertoire of, of fashion real, today? Not not punk. Not punk. Um, I think that I'm way past that. But um, and I love edgy edgy clothing. So I mean, I love leather. Have always loved leather. Um, yeah, you look so, great in it right now. You can't see, oh, but you. Nice, you know, beautiful thank other you. skirt. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah. So I love to mix. I love to mix all the different patterns and 
um, different styles. So I like to mix all of that together for and sure. That, and so I know that you've, uh, in, in your current venture, um, it's BKS, right? BKS, Custom Clothiers. Yep. Been uh, I've been doing it three years now. Is that correct? No, twenty. So this well, oh oh oh. So I've had this this business I've actually had for twenty years. Oh okay. okay. Um, it's just in the last three years that I've actually pivoted it to um, more of a full time venture. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's so you've I've, always been doing this. Yes, yeah, so I've always been doing this. I've had this business. You know, it's changed and evolved over the years. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, so I've spent the last three years working on it really uh, full time. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. So I know, yeah. I know you've worked at some pretty big names in the, yes, in the fashion industry, yes. right? Tell us about how you got started with all of that. I mean, because, uh, so, I, and not to take away from the story, but yes. you came here from, is it Louisville? Yes. So I okay. was in Louisville and um, I ended up coming back to Chicago because we actually lived in Chicago as a family. Sure. Moved to Louisville. I went to um, high school and first part of college there. Um, and then I decided that I wanted to come to the big city. <laughs> so I moved back here. I was in the suburbs for a very short time. And then I moved to the city. As an adult. As an adult gotcha. over 20 years ago. Um, so. Um, and what was the first job that, that you got when so you moved out So my first here? job. Oh, well, I had, I started working actually when I was 15 in high school. Oh, so. Hard worker. I was a very hard worker. My parents instilled, um, you know, that it was really important to be independent and work hard um, for what you wanted. So if sure. I wanted extra things, you know, outside of my allowance. Um, so I did. I started when I was 15 and I actually started working um, in a small boutique. Um, clothing boutique at the time. So uh -huh. I started as a gift wrapper at the okay. age 15. So that's kind of where it all started. Not mm -hmm. all started. It actually started when I was much younger than that. But, but professionally. That's, professionally, that's where it started. And I've worked for many different brands over the years. Um, I worked with the Limited Incorporated, um, many different divisions for them. Um, I worked for Coach. Um, <laughs> Later on, uh, worked for Coach for several years. Um, I worked for Louis Vuitton for five years. Um, and um, so I, I've gotten really great, solid experience um, and learned really how to, to, to run a business um, from those other companies, which was imperative. Yeah, no, and, and, and I mean, I know that, um, you know, in, in these worlds, a lot of people who are listening and watching, uh, they, they, they know that there's certain... I guess roles when you go into these higher end stores, like but like for me, yes, that's not usually where I shop. But I'm more of a TJ Maxx, Marshalls kind of guy. That's okay. You know, but yeah. so what, what? Like, what were you doing as part of that? Right? What? Um, what was it? Consulting, like for clients. So um, the companies that I named, I was actually in management for them. So I actually ran multiple stores for them. So for the Limited, I ran multiple stores. For Express, I ran multiple stores for them. Um, coach I did as well. I, I ran a store for them uh, downtown and then out in Oak Brook. Um, and then Louis Vuitton I did too. So um, ran a couple different stores for them in the Bloomingdale building. Oh, so you're like running the stores. You're, oh, you're I was like, running the stores. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it yeah. seemed like also that you're, you're doing a lot of consulting too as part of that, right? Yeah. So I did do, you know, I have done some consulting as well. Um, uh, currently, you know, as of recent, actually last week, um, <laughs> I did a styling um, a styling workshop for Coach. It looked uh, amazing, by the on way. On Michigan Avenue. Yeah, it was really it was really a great time. So um, we did, it was a very small in-store event, and then we did part of it virtually as well. Um, so that's... Uh, and like, what was the, the goal of it? What, you know, what, what was on display? 
Well, the, we actually were, were showing new fall collections. Um, so we wanted, you know, customers, new and old, um, new, old, you know, existing clients um, to see what they were presenting for the fall collection. So really just to, to pre preview the fall collection and how to mix and match them together um, and really how to wear, you know, different looks. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. What are the biggest things that you, you say, you know, as a, as a business owner that you've, that you've taken away these experiences, but it's also contributed to, you know, your, your knowledge in, as a mm -hmm. business owner, what, what are some of those things that uh, have helped you, but also, you know, I guess some of the challenges that came along with going from such a big brand to, to doing it on your own? Um, I mean, definitely what helped me is again, you know, like knowing, you know, knowing how to run all the different aspects of being an entrepreneur, um, running a business as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, you have to know how to um, do business development, you know, work <laughs> with clients, you know, attain clients. You know, how you need to know how to do marketing. Um, you need to know how to um, sell to clients. Um, advertising. So all those different aspects that I learned when I was running those stores and, you know, trained with them, um, I was able to bring to my business. So, um, so that was great. Um, and then, uh, what was the other question? Just, just some of the pit, like it's not pitfalls, but, um, the, you know, hardships <laughs> of going from the challenges that, that you have, you know, a regular corporate job to all of a sudden you just, well, now I, you're on your own. Yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest challenge is, is, you know, um, is financially, you oh, know, yeah. when you're working, that's the biggest thing, you know, when you're working for somebody else, you're getting a steady paycheck every single week. Um, when you're working for yourself, you know, you only get a paycheck when you see a client. Yeah. Um, so that's really the most challenging part. Um, and it's really about being, you know, and it's not for everyone. Um, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Or not everyone is okay with not having maybe a paycheck one week, but then the following week you get a really nice paycheck because you've seen a really great client. Um, so that's that's one of the biggest pitfalls. Uh, you know, benefits, obviously having benefits, especially today, is definitely more challenging, you know, as an entrepreneur. Um, having to have your own benefits versus a large company paying for a sure. lot of those benefits for you. Um, other than that, you know, being an entrepreneur, I love my freedom. Um, and that what I'm able to do whatever I want with my own brand. And um, so I think that that's, um, you know, for me is really important that I have my own freedom with so that. It seems like it, that the, the benefits far outweigh, I guess, that, that worry, right? Yes. For me, it does. Yeah. Um, and again, not it's not for everyone. Absolutely I've had this not. discussion with, you know, some people really prefer um, to work for a corporation and to have those benefits and to have a weekly salary. Um, but for me, it's much more challenging, um, for, you know, to, to work for myself. So um, what advice would you give people who are thinking about it or maybe just started, um, you know, on their own? Um, I think you have to have a lot of tenacity. So, um, you just have to, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to just know that, you know, every day it's going to be challenging. Every day it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and you just have to continue, you know, getting up every day and selling, setting those goals and to keep on moving forward and having um, a lot of tenacity. So, yeah. Well, you, you've had yes. it for a long time. So oh, it's you. very, very clear. Thank you. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about, too, just some of the, the habits that are really important as part of your life. And, you know, share with us what, what that looks like for you and, and you know, the, the, the habits that you have in place now to help you succeed. 
succeed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to have a really full life, a, w a well-rounded life, so and to be consistent um, in all of those aspects. Um, so I like to keep a schedule. Yeah. Um, so I literally keep a really pretty clear sleep schedule, um, the amount of hours I sleep, when I go to sleep, when I get up in the morning. I try to work out um, every single morning. Um, I try to eat healthy so that way for my professional life and my personal life um, that I feel good. Um, so I think that that's really important. Um, but I think the consistency and having a really well-rounded life um, and a schedule I think is super important. I've always kept a schedule. I've always planned ahead, um, which as an entrepreneur, it's really important to plan ahead no matter what you're doing. For you know? sure. Yeah. And yeah. How, how do you, I guess, react or what are some of the things that maybe you notice about yourself when things just don't go according to plan, right? And you got to like, looking at something like, well, there goes everything I planned for. Yeah. Well, I take a deep breath. Luckily, I've, I've been practicing yoga for about 20 years. Oh, have you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've been on like the cutting edge of that too? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So when things don't go right, just take a deep breath and you've got to regroup. So you already got this down. Well, for the most part, I mean, I try to, <laughs> I try to, yes. No, you seem to have a yeah. very, uh, just yeah. very calming Thank quality you. about you. Thank you. How does that help you with, with the business part of things? I think it helps me to, you know, make good, solid decisions. I think that it's helped me to really create solid relationships with my clients um, and any kind of um, other partnerships that I've had over the years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's helped me out a lot. For again, for those that are, are, are listening or, or watching, what, is there any a book or something that they wanted to get into it? Like what's something that, that, that you recommend to those that maybe have no experience in, in meditation or even just yoga or anything like that? Oh gosh. Um, just to really start, you yeah. know, I remember, yes, I remember when I first started practicing, you're talking about yoga. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I remember, you know, when I first started practicing, I mean, it was really difficult. Um, and it is, it's much more challenging than you think that it is. Um, you know, most people think it's pretty easy breezy and mm -hmm. it, it's really not. Um, so I would say just do it, try it, um, and stick to it. Um, and that's, you know, it's, it's a practice. What I love about yoga, it's a practice that you can do for the rest of your life. Sure. And it's really about, you know, you can be in any shape. Um, you don't have to be like physically, you know, completely, you know, hundred percent physically fit to be able to do it. So that's what I love about it too. Um, so just, you know, to try it and, and keep on, keep on, um, working at it. So that's yes. great yeah, there's so many studios out there that you can try that and at home, you know, for now, right. there's a lot of, um, classes you can actually do free. So online to try them out. So for sure. Yeah. No, we're, we're hoping to offer those too and, you know, make that available. So yes, if you yes. know of any, uh, yoga experts out there, we'd love to, to know them okay. too. There's a few I can get you in contact. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, and as far as I mean, who should be contacting, you know, who, who's your ideal, uh, client? So my ideal client is um, our corporate executives. So, um, and I, that's who I've really worked with over the years. Um, they're clients that, you know, really, they don't have the time to shop. They don't like, most men don't like to shop either. <laughs> no, but, you know, corporate executives, and most people don't have the time to shop anymore. So um, that's my ideal client. And um, so... Uh, you know, I'm absolutely working with other clients today. You know, I've introduced some new um, 
some new collections um, that are more introductory collections um, because I think it's important that everybody um, have access to custom clothing. Yeah. Um, so I've offered, um, and I'm still offering, um, some uh, really nice um, custom shirting collections, jacket collections um, that are a little bit more affordable, um, but you still get the whole experience, which is really important. You know, I still do the measuring, um, still help you with styling, which I think is really important to help you coordinate what you have in your closet today and, and um, so all of that. So, But my ideal client is definitely corporate executives, um, so that's that's typically what I who I work with. Okay. And, and men and women, I'm assuming? Men and women. Okay. I mean, 90 five percent of my clients are male clients okay. um but i do work with women as well and I, i've made some beautiful suits for clients do you think that it's that way just because uh, traditionally custom clothing was just i guess more of a, a a man's thing when it came to suits and tailor and you know yeah so it definitely is um you know custom tailoring custom clothing is an old world business sure. you know which started really in europe sure. um and they were really only making suiting for men um so and the demand really is more on a male schedule on a you know for for a male sure. um so that's one of the reasons um and i've really it, it's it's a little bit more difficult to fit women um, because they fluctuate in weight so much. Sure. So for tailored clothing, it's a little bit more challenging. Um, gotcha. But there's, you know, again, we offer a really beautiful collection. Um, I do sample pieces as well, um, which has helped a lot. You know, people can try, the ladies can try on um, like sample blouses for sizing to kind of get um, a set point, sure. you know, where to start with sure. measuring. Um, so we've, we've combated a lot of those, um, obstacles, you know, with women and fitting women. Yeah. yeah. And you brought yes. up a good point. I mean, I, I, I know I fluctuated in weight. I mean, I've lost even like 70 pounds in, in, in 30 days oh, okay. at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so just cause it was, yeah. Uh, uh, I started juicing. I did a juice fast and yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even expect it. Right. Yes. But how do you address those things? I mean, are you just kind of out of luck if, if you gain a bunch of weight or lose a bunch of weight that you have to start over? No, not at all. Oh, so the beauty cool. about custom is, is, you know, I will, when I first see a client, I take a full set of measurements. I keep those on file for them. Um, and then after their garments are delivered, I always make sure that they fit properly. Um, and of course, if a client um, gains or loses <laughs> weight, hopefully maybe loses, but if they gain weight too, um, we can make those adjustments. The beauty about custom um, is that there's a lot more leeway in the garments um, to let out Interesting. Um, than um, off-the-rack garments because gotcha. off-the-rack garments, they are, um, you know, cost, you know, it's, it's they're cost, made that way and that's yes, it, yeah. and they're, it, they're cutting costs. Sure. Um, so there really isn't enough room in there. So yes, I can and I have done for many clients um, if they fluctuate in weight and they need their uh, garments adjusted. You typically have about 15 pounds though oh, wow. um, within a size. So, wow. which is great. Well, within, as soon as you get yeah. to that 15 pound mark, you typically need, <laughs> need to, go to go up, up or yeah. down a size. So, um, you've got a little bit of leeway, so you can go up and down a little bit. All right. Yeah. So I know 15 pounds is my limit. Yeah. Is your <laughs> limit? Yeah. Now we can do another set of clothes for right, you too. Right. Another wardrobe, which I have done for a like few clients. Like summer and winter clothes, like well, hibernation mode. Two sizes of clothing too. So I've okay. done that for some clients. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, just hopefully stick to one be healthy hopefully yes yeah. yes that's healthier well Brenda I, I really appreciate you sharing your story but also I feel like I've learned so much even just in fashion right oh wonderful 
wonderful. I'm so glad. No, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to, to continue to get to know you and, and share your story, um, you know, as it evolves. Thank you, um, but hopefully to have you back, uh, you know, sharing your expert advice in fashion uh, on our fashion podcast. Yes, I would love that. Awesome. I would love to do that. I've got a lot to share with no, fashion. I'm yes. excited for it. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Tom.